Bangers and mash, papri bangers and mash. Skits and chat, papri bangers and mash. Bangers and mash, papri bangers and mash. Welcome to bangers and mash. The chat is the mash and the sketches are the bangers. If the sketches are the coast and the chat is the hangers. If the chat is our pants and the sketches are our wangers. Welcome to bangers and mash. Hey everyone, I'm Tom. I'm Ben. I'm Matthew and welcome to episode four of Pappy's Bangers and Mash. On behalf of everyone here at Pappy's, I'd like to say welcome to episode four. Yeah, <laughs> That's might. pretty much the same thing, just said again in a different let, way. Let, go on, Ben, you have a little... Because it's really okay. good fun. Say, <laughs> Okay, uh, welcome, one and all. No, no. It's episode right. four. It's not quite as strong. Really? Not really, is Anyway, this... Uh, do you want to explain the concept, Thomas? Thank you, Matthew. I would. Um, well... I? No. Um, it's PBAM, everyone. Hashtag PBAM. <laughs> We're all about it. We're all about it. Tell um, you who's using that hashtag? Me? <laughs> just you. Just you. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, just me. OK, well, anyway, let's just give you a brief introduction to what's going on here. Um, basically, we had a chat and we recorded it, and we like to think of that chat as a big bowl of creamy yum-yum mash. If you want to, take a teaspoon and pop some whole grain mustard in it. If you um, want to use the phrase creamy yum yum, <laughs> feel free to do that as well. They're it's not, not a brand of mash. Well, <laughs> yes. We're yes. sponsored. Do you know this episode is sponsored by Creamy Yum Yum? Oh, could we get a sponsor? That'd be brilliant. Well, let's talk about it afterwards, okay. shall we? Um, but yeah, so we, we had that chat and then we went away and we wrote some sketches based on the chat and we edited them into the conversation and we call those sketches the bangers. That's right, so you pop the bangers in amongst the mash. Bangers are sausages. Absolutely right. And also, as we've already discussed, you can have all kinds of sausages. And you can have all kinds of mash. I tell you what, it's a world of variety. And we will discover that when we're going for our lovely chat. <laughs> a variety ne- of topics. I've genuinely never heard anyone use the expression, that's a world of variety, and look so dead behind the eyes while saying it. <laughs> I was just concerned I was messing things up. No, that was, that was a great start. And speaking of a great start, uh, let's hear the podcast. Here's more bangers and mash. When I was living... Um, when I was living in a house that had two floors in it, yep, that's right, I used to be something of a high roller. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. don't know why I qualified it had two floors. But As in, like, the living room had a floor and the kitchen had a floor? They all had, every room, all... Had, every room had a floor. Oh, my I'll say God. that much. So you're, you, you're living in a flat with two rooms? No, no, every room had a floor, that's where I had to move out. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> this, is this is good off the bat. Why do you have to, when it starts Sorry. getting good, Comment explain that it. it's good? Oh, this is bad now. That's bad. So anyway, when we when I was living in that house, um, there was kind of five, four Have or we five started? of us. Yeah. Oh. There was. Oh Christ alive! This you 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 are not on form today, either of you. Firstly, <laughs> I start talking and you start. This is good. This, this is, is good. this is good. Strap in, folks. I think if people are enjoying it, they'll know it's good, and I can imagine they're not enjoying this in any way. <laughs> but anyway, on, so I, t- uh, carry on talking about your flaws. I will do, yeah, that's what I was doing. You actually interrupted me to, to tell me to keep going on. Yeah, yeah, keep going. So anyway, we used to DM each other, or, or like IM each other, from, from room to room to like say like dinner was ready and stuff. We didn't really ever talk. Everything was on... Was like on always G- in hindsight, dinner was ready. You missed it. What you're talking yeah. about is like a 21st century version of those bells in like... Yeah, 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 ex- exactly, yeah, yeah. Were you like down... Were you in the servants' quarters or in the... Uh... I was in my bedroom. I didn't have servants' quarters. I mean, you know, it wasn't that fancy. And actually, below us was an estate agent's. So very rarely there. Go on, you've, you've inhaled. I was, I, was try, I was trying to think about the, the bells in Downton Abbey. Or like those kind of bells. 
the bells that you ring and a servant arrives. Is that what it was? Like a way of getting room service? Yeah. Yeah. Could you, were or were the bells ever designed to play like a tune? So that if, if, do you see what I'm, no. what I'm getting at is, if you lived in Downton Abbey, could you and a small team of people play, say, uh, the bells of St. Clement's uh, from being in different rooms? Do you know what I mean? Like you'd work out the pattern. How would you? No, but how would you get the timing right? I, I see what you're saying. So, yeah. like, so say there's there's a bell in the living room, there's a bell in the parlour, there's a bell in the larder, yeah, there's I a t- bell in the bedroom. Yeah, I think what you'd then, have to do again. is you'd have to you'd have to <laughs> network all the bells up so every room has all the bells in it. So if you rang the bell, it no, would no, go off in not, every this room. This is not Tom's idea. Tom's idea yeah. is that. Because they all the bells would be together in the servants' quarters. Exactly. That's where they all that's are. That's where the right? audience uh-huh. are gathered for the small. Concert. So the audience would all be there, <laughs> yeah. and then through how? But how would you get the I've timing? Because bear it. in mind, this is Downton Abbey time. I'm the chief butler, right? I'm the chief butler. I'm at the top of the stairs shouting the names of rooms. So. Right. Okay. I've got all of my right. This is what's happened. Right. Okay. Right. okay. You, so okay. You, be, you be the chief butler. Okay. And ben go. and I will be Very the much. bells. Okay. And we're going to okay. do oranges and lemons. Okay. So um, I'd go. Um, well, to, to begin with, this is how it would, the, the whole thing would kick off. I'd go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sir, madam, little treat for you. Uh, Wait. Where, where are you? Aren't you shouting this down the stairs? They're in oh, the yeah, service. No, no, I'm, 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 this is the whole event at the moment. I've got okay, half, go a nice on. idea for it. Okay. Take your jump so, off. <laughs> take your jump off because this is a corker. Um, I'm the head butler at Dane's Abbey. I go in and go, <clears throat> lady, sir, a uh, bit of fun. Me and the butling staff have, uh, yeah, me and the butling staff have. The butling uh, staff and I. We have tra- the, but- the butling staff and I have uh, rehearsed. Is a this small... in Butlins? <laughs> <laughs> me and Billy Butlin. Me and the butling staff. And Fred Fontin. All of the red coats have got together <laughs> and uh, we have organised uh, a small musical play the high rendition theme for you. Yes. So would you care to come down to the kitchen, please? And they'd come down to the kitchen and we'd, oh, we'd this put... This is very out... unorthodox. I never normally go down <laughs> to the servants' quarters. I know, Mum. Oh, what is... I do. Upstairs, downstairs. Well, what's the step? What's the step? Uh, dust away the cobwebs. Now, you'll see we put... Why, why are the servants' quarters so cobwebby? Um, why are we them? having to dust them? Well, look, it's a revolution of sorts. This is the big plan. Uh, now, if you'd like to... Oh, the love storming my Bastille! OK, now, listen. Look, <laughs> madam, you're very saucy. <laughs> no, sorry. I've uh, sat in the of, gravy. Oh, my God, it's <laughs> out of my place. Out of my place to say, but sit yourselves down. Uh, this has turned into... A, this isn't a chat. This has become a small play. Yeah. It's yeah. like the Christmas special. Uh, Merry Christmas, by the way, I should have said. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure that maybe sitting in a room in a, in a studio in July we should be recording on Christmas. <laughs> okay. Although that's when they do it, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's when they record the Christmas specials in July. Ah. But um, we're going to put it out in July as well, probably, aren't we? Or start of August. Put it out all the way through. I tell you what, if you're listening now, out. tell you what, if you're listening now, switch it off, <laughs> wait four months, and then come back to us. <laughs> so anyway, uh, sir, I think people have already done that. <laughs> Never come back. Now, do you like the song "The Bells of St Clements"? I, I call it "Oranges and Lemons," but I love it. <laughs> well, the, we'll actually uh, sit yourselves here and just keep your eyes on those bells there. Do I have to look at the why bells? Do have I, to watch, why do we have to watch? Why do we have to watch the bells? Watch the bells, because I think you'll see something quite miraculous is about to happen. Uh, miraculous. The rest, the, the rest of the, what did you say? The rest of the butlers. Jeeves, what, 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 what is this language you're using? Well, I'm uneducated, as you know, madam, so I don't know the word miraculous. So instead, oh. I say the word miraculous. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, stop touching my monoculars. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, now, uh, my butling staff are uh, secreted around the table. Secreted? I've sat in some secretion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. they've, uh, they've secreted everywhere, I'm afraid to say. But I've secreted them in the bedrooms. And <clears throat> get ready for the Belgians and Clemens. <laughs> there we go. This won't go well. Lobby! Bring! Master! Bring! Guest! Bring! Billiard! Bring! Dining! Bring! Um, conservatory! <laughs> Can only think of the Cluedo board. <laughs> I would just oh, be upset that one of my belts went. Had a, <laughs> if only I had a lead pipe right now. Oh, I've got a lead pipe, madam. Oh, get your lead pipe away from me. So that's the way oh, it works. Get it away from my candlesticks. You enjoy that character far too much. I like, I like the um, sort of saucy... That I think if I was going to be in a, an ITV drama, I would be the sort of saucy... Older woman, you'd have to. She's always got a rice. No, I wouldn't necessarily. <laughs> they didn't make Maggie Smith, did they? Oh, oh that's a bit off, mate. Oh, I tell you what, I've noticed on. though. I've, I've noticed that I have got a, um, you know, like like in Downton Abbey, they have that sort of downturned mouth. No, that's not. That's, <laughs> the that's not the reason. The downturned mouth. But they um, and this is this isn't great for a uh, for an audio podcast. But you know, they smile through the eyes and. Mm, you know, like they're actually their lips go down, like as if making a sad face, but the eyes kind of sparkle. And I've realised that that is a, that's a face that I could I could certainly do. So if I, if anyone from ITV is listening and wants to cast me as a sort of uh, you know l- lady of the gentry, the smiling eyes mm. of Matthew Crosby, <laughs> or the gent of the ladyry, the gent of the ladyry, that's the reverse of the the lady of the gentry. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like a Jilly Cooper book. <laughs> the gent of the ladyry. I'm coming into your stable tonight. <laughs> I am the man who made uncles jealous. <laughs> I always like the man. You know the man who made husbands jealous. The man you know who made that uncles was a, jealous. I would think. I think they should. She should have done a series of them. <laughs> Just a man who made other t- other types of um, other groups of guys jealous. Other groups of yeah. The man who made nephews angry. Well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got an uncle like it. Um, I had a weird thought the other day. Uh, 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 <laughs> I don't know if it's saying creepy, but like... Well, it will do. Yeah. Oh, well, I was in Oxford Street and it was quite humid. And there was a lot and of you pretty... Stripped, you stripped right down. There was a lot of pretty mother and daughter teams around... Oh, God. Like, well, no, no, not young daughters. Tell like, you what, let's have a little rest and let them finish the thought. <laughs> all, like, all the daughters were like, you know, like 20 or so. And I was like, I said to myself, calling the producers for owning at me. I said to myself, a lot of pretty daughters around today. You said it out loud. But then I realised that every girl's a daughter, aren't they? It's like, you don't need to be with your mom to be a daughter. Everyone's a daughter <laughs> if you're a female. <laughs> Is that a thought worth saying aloud? <laughs> like, all, all that does... Every girl's a daughter and every boy's a son. That's it, God yeah. bless us, everyone! Merry Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas! What, I love the fact we're doing our Christmas episode. Very festive. Absolutely. We're only six months to go. Can we do another one at Christmas, though? Because I definitely want to do, like, a proper one. Yeah, we'll one. do the summer solstice. Okay, cool. We'll do a pagan, pagan Christmas festival. Oh, pagan Christmas. 
Well, you do that anyway. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. But uh, if there's daughters around, and let me tell you, so, every woman is a daughter. Now, this, let's, let's, let's pursue this further, and I, I might regret saying this, but uh, you were uh, looking at the pretty daughters and were the mums pretty as well? Yeah, quite. Well, it, it, it's always that thing of you, can, you, you see a pretty daughter and then you see the mum and you think, well, that's where that's heading. So, it's, so you think there's the investment? Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose you kind of... But you, you fancy mums. You were always mum's favourite, weren't you? Yeah. You come into a house and you cuddle. ingratiate yourself <laughs> like to, to the hug. mother. Like to hug or cuddle. Yeah. You're always very... You're, you're, you're very popular and with mums. And immediately raise the suspicions of the father. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> you're, I'm only you're a tactile man. <laughs> You've got your arm around the, me right now. I am the man who makes husbands jealous. You... <laughs> you go up to mums... And you nephew's sort of, angry. You sort of cuddle the mums, then you say... I bet you made a smashing daughter. <laughs> I would have loved to have met you in your daughterage. You're, you're still a daughter to me. I'd love to have met you when you were a daughter. It's a really funny thing. <laughs> That's true. Oh, no, it's not true. Actually. Go on. No, no, no. I was just going to say, when a, when, a, when, a, when, a mom, when a girl becomes a mom, does she give up being a daughter? When no, 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 of course not. That, Maybe that, that should be women are so though. good at multitasking, they can be both a mother Mama and a daughter. Do- That's incredible, isn't it? You have to admire them for that. Oh, yeah, for it's, goodness it's sake. It's <laughs> me. I can manage that. No, you'll be neither. I'd say you'll probably but you, you'll be, be a, you'll be a father and a son at some point. Do you think um, so? Oh, well, Tom will be a terrible dad. Oh, no, you've got a great idea. You've got a great idea for being a dad. You always used to have it. Oh, well, when I was, years ago, when, I was at, when I was at university, about what, was, was this about dressing? Yeah, this is a great idea. Right. Do you remember this? Now I'm not sure I do. Now I'm going to preface this by saying technically this is a bit abusive, right? But <laughs> Carry on. If you, it's all right, it's if all you right. were to have a kid, right? Yeah. You would always dress them as an old person, right? <laughs> right. So tweed caps. In fact, you'd possibly even shave their head, so it's just hair at the sides, around the ears. So shave right? a bald spot at the top of, of their a little yeah. son, uh-huh. and only when you're around them talk in a broad northern accent. So basically, what you'd be doing is turning your little kid, so by the time they're five, they'll be like an extra from Last of the Summer Wine. Yes. They'll always talk with a northern accent. So they also... school with a pipe in their lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in it, but like, just so they, they think it's something that sounds like I mean, guess. that's quite an experiment, isn't it? And the water was cold, but the swimming was fun. And Daddy says we can go back next week. And that's what I did at the weekend. Thank you, Charlie. And very well read. OK, children, who's next to read out what they did at the weekend? Harry, would you like a go? I keep reminding you, it's Harold. All right. Uh, Harold, tell us about your weekend. If you insist. <clears throat> Grey. That was the colour of the sky on Saturday morning and it matched my mood. Grey. It was my sixth birthday. The clock ticked. One year older I sighed. Harry, Mother Bellold, get down here and open your present. I said, Mother, I prefer Harold. I can't stand it when she bellows. Take your tablets, I told her. Open your present, she insisted. In a minute, Mother. Happy birthday, son, she said, dunking a digestive into a mud-coloured tea. What do you want to do today? I'd love to visit that new shopping centre they've opened near Driftfield, I lied. Mother's face lit up. She loves a new shopping centre. I opened my present. She'd got me a Ben 10. I didn't know where to look. 
I think there aren't enough experiments with kids. Hang on a sec. <laughs> I'm not talking about like hairspray. <laughs> like, not hairspray about... was great, by the way. Oh, yeah, <laughs> what, my, what, my production of hairspray. Yeah. Well, I didn't quite it get it. But... It was quite an experiment. No, they tried their best. <laughs> but um, you would, uh, you know, you wouldn't test like I'm not talking about cosmetic testing on on kids. Right, just emotional social just, experiments. Just social what, experiments. What kind of social experiments would you like to do to a kid? Well, you know, like like for example. Ben's parents raised him believing that the word duvet was pronounced juve. Right. right? No, no, it's not that they've raised him. That's they're like, anti-Semitic. And also, <laughs> and also that kitchen like uh, oven gloves called were called moggies. moggies. Yeah. So Ben always goes, where's the moggies? And people go, what? And he goes, like, yeah. you know the moggies? The, the Those things? Gloves? You know, moggies, everyone calls them moggies. And the it's gloves like, you wear to take stuff out of the oven. Moggies. No. And actually, moggies, what yeah. your parents would do, we're having a little social experiment. What would happen if we raised this child to believe that juvets and moggies are real things. And this is what happened? A he's, disgrace. He's still bullied in his 30s. <laughs> Most people get over that. Crying himself to sleep under his juvet every night. <laughs> Just a moggy for company. You were a juvenile delinquent. Juvenile delinquent. Juvet. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> well, again, it was that thing of... Even you didn't have the confidence. You were already going, come on, at the end of the joke. Say, for example, like, oh, I, I heard the other day as a fact that um, well, sweets... you heard it as a fact, or it is a fact? I heard it as a, as a fact. It was told to you as a fact. What I mean is I was watching QI. Oh, right. OK. I didn't want to say that. I'm not so, ashamed of watching So we're just QI. repeating stuff that we've seen on well, TV. No, I'm going to take it somewhere very quickly in a new direction. Oh, I love it. Okay. They said kids, when they were eating sweets, they don't get hyperactive... From what's in the sweets, right? That. That's like it's a myth. Yeah. So, but, but sh- does sugar not make you hyperactive? No, appara- no apparently it's not. It's a myth. Well, what a myth. does make you hyperactive? See, this is QI now. We need to move away from. Okay, it. sorry. Watch, watch QI. Can you, do you know which episode it was? Uh, Christmas special. I believe. <laughs> Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. Christmas special. Um, anyway, what what I'm saying is, as a social experiment, you could raise your kid telling them that, for example, holding a pencil gives you energy, and then. You know, like you could you could see whether or not they actually they could hold a pencil at school and go like I'm, I was feeling tired so I held my pencil, and see how long they would believe that. Or you could say you know, that sentence again. And ha- and <laughs> I was feeling a bit tired so I held my pencil. <laughs> Two or three minutes later, drifted straight off to sleep. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like it is relaxing. It certainly is. Or, or like you know, that nuts make you. Told you nuts. <laughs> I hold your pencil. I hold your nuts. Oh yeah. Why do you go? Why do you go to nuts? So what you're saying is like, if you write an essay, you know you'll go to heaven. I don't know. I'm trying to... <laughs> That's That's a good one, though. That is a good one. I'm definitely telling well, my heaven, kids that. Heaven is also the little the little thing that people have. For, that, that's pretty much the big social experiment, yeah. isn't it? Where they say, look, heaven exists. If you, are, if you behave well, then you'll go to heaven. Yeah. So it's kind of like this big... Like, I remember like, the, the, the threat of the devil was the, the key thing for me as a child. Yeah, was, well, yeah that's um, true, was, like, I remember like, I would open the cupboard and I would see there was only like, one biscuit left. And, then, and I would imagine I could hear... It was just me. But I could imagine I could hear the devil's voice going, you really want that biscuit, don't you? You yeah. want to eat that last biscuit? If you eat that last biscuit, but you leave the packaging in, then probably no one's going to even notice that the last biscuit's gone until it's way too late. And then I was thinking... And then would you get the angel on the other shoulder? 
Never had the angel. Always had the devil. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. my. Two ne- devils. Couldn't, could never, could never really find the angel. And so I thought, well, I'll just become a Satanist. And that's served me pretty well to this day. <laughs> Did you sell Did, your you, soul? You, you Did my... you have a moment where you sold... Is that how you learned to play guitar? I went down to the crossroads. If I had, <laughs> if I'd sold my soul and learned to play the guitar at the level I can play guitar, <laughs> I would ask for a refund on that soul. Because <laughs> you haven't got a very strong soul. You got the soul out and went, oh, what it? can I? Do? I can, I can teach you four chords. <laughs> this chords? I'm looking at this soul right now. I can give you, I can teach you fifth chords, and that's it. That's all you can play. You'll, you'll, you'll be able to play um, Green Days When I Come Around, but you won't be able to master the solo. The poor jazz musician has sold his soul to the devil, and the devil didn't like it that much. <laughs> Listen, I love... It's a rubbish soul. Listen, I love souls, but even I have got to say no to this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much addicted oh, to souls. Um, I'll play the kazoo. Can, can I play the kazoo for that? <sighs> Listen, you're woodblocks. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Glock and for this, for this For this soul, you are woodblocks all the way. Call me Woodblocks, everybody else does. When I went down to the crossroads on that fateful night, I was fixing to sell my soul. Devil appears, takes one look at my soul, and he says, Jeez, I'm not going to give you anything for that raggedy-ass soul. I'm the devil, by the way. What can I get for a devil? I, I want to be a mean blues guitarist. And blues guitarist? I ain't going to exchange no blues guitar for this shit box of a soul, no. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll make you the world's greatest hand squisher. What? You know, when you squish your hands together and it goes... You can be the best at that. Anyway, I I finally managed to haggle him up to wood blocks and that's been my axe, that's been my groove. Two bits of wood and I just bang them together. I tried out for a few bands, no one was hiring. How you gonna keep rhythm, I'd ask? How you gonna keep the beats? No wood blocks, no beat. Oh, they'd always have some smart-alecky answer like uh, we got a drummer or we bought a new metronome or we're a four-part acapella barbershop quartet. We don't need to keep a beat. Always some answer. Finally, I joined a swing band. The screaming, hot, big, old, baddie, mama, father, swimming. It's a hell of a name. Man, did we swing. Not in that sense, although Fats, our sax player, did get arrested for dogging once. That's by the by. We were incredible. We were the best swing band in all Louisiana. Till one night, I shows up early to the show and the band are already playing. Hey, what's going on around here? Sound check. What's a sound check? Well, you know, when you gotta check each instrument to check it sounds all right. I ain't never been to no sound check. It's just for the real instruments, Woody. You don't need to sound check. It's not like anyone can hear the wood blocks anyway. What? Wake up to yourself, wood blocks. Think about the last record we made. Could you hear woodblocks on any of the tracks? Well, I thought I was just low in the mix. Low in the mix? Do you remember actually recording the album? Of course I do. I had my own recording booth and everything. Your own booth? Woodblocks? That was just a janitor's cupboard. Why'd you think it was full of bottles of bleach? That was bleach? No wonder I've been getting these headaches. Woodblocks, your instrument ain't a real instrument. It's what they give to kiddies who can't do anything else. But I sold my soul for this talent. I wanted to quit, but you can't go solo with woodblocks. People don't want to hear the rhythm of a song like Chattanooga Choo Choo. They want to hear the tune. So, where now for me? Where now for woodblocks? Where now for a man whose only talent is banging wood on wood? That's right. I became an auctioneer. The greatest auctioneer in the world. I guess the devil had a plan for me all along. Yeah, of course I had a plan for you all along. Of course it worked out. And when there was one set of footprints in the sand, that's when I was carrying you. 
It's was, a good nickname, though. What, Woodblocks? Yeah. <laughs> you are Woodblocks all the way. <laughs> all right, Woodblocks. <laughs> oh, oh, I'd, lo- I'd love that as a nickname. You tried to give yourself, what did you want to be called? Eggs, didn't you? Because oh, your name's eggs. Benedict. You wanted to be called Eggs? No, no. Because his name's Benedict, so you wanted Eggs Benedict. Eggs. He was like, why don't you call me Eggs? No, no, what it was, there was a TV programme and someone was called Eggs on it because they were called Benedict. And I was like, oh, that was that's cool. That's a cool nickname. Probably, you just sit there going, hey, hey, guys, that, that, yeah, that's a good cool. That's really cool. Because his name was Benedict and so they called him Eggs. I mean, what, what does everyone think about that one? A good nickname is a real badge of honour, I think, in this life. If you've got, yeah. You like giving nicknames, don't you? Well, I think it's a tremendous gift to I give like someone. It. If you can give someone a good nickname. I like a nickname that sticks. And yeah. I like a nickname that sticks... Uh, and people don't even know what the reason is. Like, Pegs is a great example. Yeah, but I'll, t- I'll tell you the other day, I said uh, to someone, I bl- asked, asked Crossbow, and uh, it, it was Nick Helm, I Nick Helm, he double took and went, sorry, what do you call him? And I said, oh, a Crossbow, so it's just his nickname. And he went, that is such a cool nickname, a Crossbow, as his nickname. <laughs> Nobody like, apart from great... you calls me the Crossbow. No, no, crossbow. It's a cool nickname to have. Crossbow. Ben, um, ben Clark, the After Dark. After Dark Ben Clark. Yeah, After Dark. That's after good. Dark, that's a good nickname. I have, I have Brum or Paz. Brum? I call, you, Brum? I call you Paz or Pazmeister. Paz. I like Pazatron. Paz Dispenser. Paz Dispenser. <laughs> That's because my head goes That's... back up my neck, doesn't it? <laughs> Imagine if I... I call, I call your mum Paz Dispenser. Because she did dispense. She dispensed a, a number of Paz's. Stop. Don't call my mum nicknames, please. <laughs> uh, tried to give you, did you ever try and give yourself a nickname at school? Um, no, I didn't. I, I, I always, I, I was just struggling for people to to keep people calling me Matthew and not call me Matt. Oh yeah. Still, why, 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 why is that a problem? What's wrong with Matt? Um, you're welcome, Matt. Hmm? Hey, that's nice. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Is that one of the problems? Couple of reasons. Matt, finish. The first one is, uh, well, I'll finish in a second. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll give my couple of reasons. The first one is that it's Close it, the door, it, Matt. it's immediately that's too confusing, isn't it? It's two yeah. different things. Um, it's immediately over-familiar, right? It doesn't happen very often. Like, if someone says, uh, my name's David, you'll say, hello, David, rather than, all right, David. Like, it just feels like you're immediately becoming familiar. There is a type of person who would do that. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, but but it seems like, you know, if you're Andrew, then you say, oh, hey, Andrew, rather than, all right, Andy. It just feels like it's, you know, too immediately familiar. And secondly, one of the teachers, one of my English teachers, started calling me Matt, and I'd always been Matthew... <clears throat> Excuse me. I'd always been Matthew all the way through school. One of my English teachers started calling me Matt, and then the other kids in the class would be like, "All right, Matt, oh, you're, you're mates with the teacher, aren't you? All right, Matt." And it and it was like, "Oh no, if I'm called Matt, that's like Matt is the name of somebody who's the teacher's pet. Matthew is the name of somebody who is." And that's uh, stuck. That's it's really stuck. Of, that is a kind of like a childlike experiment. Maybe that's what the English teacher was doing. He was doing a social experiment on yeah. me. Yeah. Ben, ben used to do a brilliant thing at school. Uh, instead of saying the teacher's name at registration, <laughs> he accidentally said Dad. <laughs> So, uh, I had I had Mr I had Mr Denson and he and he was oh, just he was just like my dad and, the and teacher he, dad is the worst in, in the same way to my dad he used to ignore me so I'd be like Mr Denson Mr Denson Mr Denson <laughs> and so like finally <laughs> I, well I lost my mind I'd shout across the room Dad. <laughs> Oh, wait, and you we said, have... wait, you said this like as in you did it several times. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 quite often. Ben Clark, yes, Dad. So you genuinely. But I also used to do it because we 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 had to call our female teachers rather than Miss or Mrs. We had to call them Madam. Right, and that, we had to call you know them that's mom. That's oh, you must have done mum then. Did you never never call them mum? 
mom. If you, if yeah, you took so, and people go, did you say mom? No, I said mom, but just in a quick yeah. way. Dad, dad, Mister Denson. <laughs> I love Cheers, the fact mate. as well. You, Denson, 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 Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call him Mister Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Dad's a good nickname. Mister Dad's a great <laughs> nickname. Mister Dad. Call me Mister Dad. Sir Dad. Sir Dad's too much. <laughs> Sir Dad sounds like you should be uh, wielding a broadsword. <laughs> I am Sir Dad. And what happens, like, say, if you're Lisa Tarbuck? Would you call... What happens if you're Lisa Tarbuck? Lisa Tarbuck a Sir? Why would you... Why is he the first person you pick? <laughs> I don't know. Now, who was it? You? Who had definitely been knighted? I, just, I know, Tarby. <laughs> I just thought, who's a famous daughter? That's why my mind went. <laughs> and that's the person you went for, Lisa Tarbuck. Who's oh. the world's most famous daughter? <laughs> nice daughter. It must be... Oh, Lisa Tarbuck. She's one hell of a daughter, isn't she? Um, but, like, oh, like <laughs> if so say, say Tarby finally gets knighted in the Christmas Honours. <laughs> finally, Christmas finally. Has he been knighted? Colin, well, Colin's on his smartphone. Colin, can you, uh, can you check if Tarby's been knighted? He's not. He's not He didn't even need to check. <laughs> Come on, Philip. It's time to do this year's honours list. Oh, bugger, already. Well, come on. Now, who are we going to make a knight this year? Harry Potter. Oh, don't be stupid. If I were being stupid, I would have said Ron Weasley. How about this one? Sir Richard Maidley. You can't make Maidley a sir. Oh, come on, he's a dreamboat. What's Maidley ever done to deserve being circumcised? That's not what that word means, Philip. I tell you what, here's a good one. How about the lead singer of M People? Oh, I like him. Yes, I'll put him on the list. How about Noel Edmonds? I'd show him my box any day. <laughs> Can't we just knight the Attenboroughs again? Uh, what, what about Hugh Fernley Stallington? <laughs> Hugh Whittingly... Hugh Whittingly Fernington. <laughs> ah, yes. Lawrence Llewellyn Whittingstall. Sir Lawrence Llewellyn Bowling. <laughs> It's got a nice ring to it. It's got a gorgeous ring to it. Speaking of which... How... Um, <coughs> uh, sorry, sir, madam. Uh, excuse me for interrupting, but the staff and I have arranged a little bit of entertainment for you. If you wouldn't mind joining us downstairs. Downstairs, eh? Do you, uh, do you like the song Oranges and Lemons? <laughs> you can get several different types of bash. Give it to Bruce and not to Tarbe. That was a. Oh, you can just imagine Tarby on the golf course that day, just <laughs> really swinging around the place, just taking out his aggression. <laughs> oh, John, that was, that was is this your Brucey impression? Yeah. I want to hear it. <laughs> Lucky Tarby. <laughs> I finally get the nod. Putting, putting some golf balls down. That is the worst impression I've ever heard. Let's hear some more. Um, can, I, can I hear your Jimmy Savile? <laughs> Good game. Oh, no, that's Bruce. <laughs> oh, now, oh, it's now then, isn't it? Oh, now then, I'll fix it. Oh, I'll fix it up for you. I'm putting a golf ball. And now I'd like to hear Prince Charles. <laughs> I have got the same. That's a good. Into every that's a good. <laughs> that's a good show. Where every sketch, it's a it's an impression show, but you have to guess who you're impersonating. Oh yeah! You can call in during the show. It's like a live show. So people don't quite know. Who no one quite knows quite who the sketch is about. The ambivalent impressionist. That could be my act. Yeah, you're ambivalent about your own impressions. <laughs>
Um, what, who was the actor whose party piece was to go and stand... Already it doesn't sound like a good party piece. Was to go and stand behind a curtain and people would shout out emotions and he'd display them on his face for like a minute. What? what wait, but, wait, behind the curtain? Obscured by a curtain. Oh, no, stick his head through the curtain. <laughs> so, like, what? Why yeah. can he just put his hands over his face? I don't know, but that hands was a party face. piece. His party piece was. Like, I can't imagine. It might have been Richard Burton or Lawrence Lee. I can't imagine that was Richard Burton's party piece. <laughs> that wasn't his party piece, like, drinking five bottles of gin. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But, like, maybe it was Sir Lawrence Olivier or someone. What's, what's, um... What, Larry Olivier used to say, uh, look, if you do invite me to the party, I just want to check one thing. Uh, do you have curtains that go all the way to the ground? Because yeah. it's very important. That's right, and then he'd pop behind. If not, like, if no, it's fine if you don't, because I bring my own curtains. I've got my own curtains I bring to the party. I just set them up in the corner. <laughs> And then he sets them up and he stands behind there and when the party's starting to sag, out pops his head and he goes, come on then. And someone goes, perturbed, perplexed, panicked. All the peas. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> the the alphabetical order. Actually, so where were we up to on the last party? So that would be your party piece where you would start, you could be going, uh, 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 and then someone would have to shout out during it. Well, people just keep shouting names, and I keep making that noise. Okay, let's let's see. Uh, Richard Maitley, uh, Bob Hoskins. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was Bob Hoskins. Yeah, it went from. Uh, yeah, that was Richard Maitley. That was more Ray Winston. Oh, that was Richard Maitley. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> right, right. Des, Des Lynam. Well, we're all having a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> One, I'm that's not a thing that I've ever heard Des Lynam say. Two, that sounds nothing like Des... That sounds like well, more like Michael Parkinson. Well, we're having a nice time. <laughs> well, we're all having a nice time. <laughs> You're right, Des, you seem a bit under the weather. Oh, I don't know what's happened to me. It was the way I was brought up. <laughs> My parents shaved my head and talked in broad accents. <laughs> You got a party piece, Clark? My party piece was always um, I'd play oranges and lemons <laughs> on the bells <laughs> of the house. Last time you got invited to Downton Abbey. Yeah. Conservatory! <laughs> Most houses only have a front door, but as well, it's, very, it's just a rhythm. Pappy's Bangers and Mash, episode four, was improvised, written and performed by... After Dark, Crossbow and the Pazmeister. And it was produced by Colin. Uh, if you enjoyed listening, please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes. And if you're up in Edinburgh over the month of August, I'll be performing my show Adventure Party at 4.45 every day at the Pleasance Courtyard. See you there.